Welcome to Let Go Lean In, a podcast of resources for your journey of transformation. What kind of transformation? The wholehearted kind, personal, professional, and spiritual. Each week, you'll hear different transforming practices to help you on your journey of becoming more fully you. We'll hear from others about their own journeys, learning to let go of habits and patterns that no longer serve them, and how they're practicing leaning forward to the wise woman God has designed. I'll occasionally include a book recommendation because, well, that's part of how I'm wired. I love ideas and encouraging others to learn and grow. Thanks for being here. Well, hello there. I'm so glad you stopped by today. I'm excited to talk with you about doing and being. Something that I keep circling around to recognize the difference between the two things and how I can stop getting them confused. So much of our culture is about to-do lists and I'm fed up with it. I want to create a to-be list. Anybody? Well, today's episode I'm calling Growing is Slow Going because I have a quote and some scripture and a story to tell and a challenging practice for all of us to engage in. So let's get started. The ideas of the difference between growing and going and being and doing are all these action words. And sometimes it's important to just simply slow down and be. Be present with your people, be present to pets or your garden or whatever it might be. But if you've had a life like I have with a busy career and people who look to you for information, decisions, redirection, many things, you might have trouble with the idea of slowing down to simply be. So I want to challenge us with this quote of poet Mary Oliver. You may be familiar with this. Her words, tell me, what is it you plan to do with your one wild and precious life? Those are powerful words formed in a question that is invitational, and yet it still falls in the doing rather than the being. And I just want to encourage us that the being is doing. (laughs) It's kind of the both and. So one of my biggest confluences between those two words came when I was close to 40 and a woman posed the question, what kind of old woman are you growing? And I've been unpacking that and I've talked about that before. But recently I recognized that the doing and being question 
came a few years later. So first came this reflective question, inviting me to consider my habits, my practices, the choice of how I spent my time, all of the different things. Eight years later, I was into my 40s, and we had the opportunity to take a trip halfway around the world, literally halfway around the world, to Sri Lanka. We were invited to come visit an orphanage that had been uh, built in that area, and my family, plus some other folks, traveled there. Now, that's an amazing country that has been riddled with civil war culturally, economically, lots of orphans, literally, and economic orphans. And so the needs are great. And my mind, in that perspective, in 2004, I was all about, okay, what can we do when we're there? How can we help? What, what do we need to, to bring? What kinds of activities sh- should we plan to do with the kids? All of the, the do, 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 do. <laughs> and in my quiet time preparation, I heard a quiet whisper that I needed to be with these people. I was not a human doing. I was a human being. Now, that shook me a bit. And I recognized that the invitation was for me to get to know them, to play with them, to listen to their stories, to have tea with them, to draw pictures, to simply be. It wasn't a trip that was about production. It wasn't a to-do list with things that needed to be accomplished. That really set my feet on a different path recognizing the value of simply being with someone. Now, this may not be earth-shattering to you because you might already be this wonderful human who is able to be present to people and listen and have a curious posture. I've had to learn how to do those things and relearn how to simply be. While we were there, we did make some kites with the children, these preschoolers, sweetest little things, learning English, mostly not speaking English, but it's amazing the ways that you can communicate with children. So we made these kites using simple string and paper that they got to decorate and we went outside to let them fly them. And in order to make that happen, they had to run around a bit and hold the kite behind them. But this was Sri Lanka in August. It was hot, 
and humid, 95% humidity. So the, the air was rather moist and not a lot of activity for those kites. And as I stood there smiling at them running around, I just quietly said, Holy Spirit, could you bring some wind? Now I have a video showing the before and after. And we literally went from not a breeze to where my hair was blowing behind me. There was so much wind in a moment. And those children laughed and giggled and ran and squealed. And it was phenomenal to simply be present with them. Now, I can talk about all the things I've done in my life, but that's a memory that stands out where I was simply being present. So my question for you, when you think about the idea of the list, the to-do list that we all have, but creating a to-be list, what would be one or two items that you would put on your to-be list that are not already a part of who you are? Because I do believe that as long as we're here, we are intended to grow and change. If you are a person of faith and you follow the Christian tradition, we're invited to be changed into the likeness of Christ. So, of course, that means we have to get to know him, how he moved through the world, the way that he interacted with people. And believe me, there's a long list of how I can become more like Jesus, not a long list of how I already have become more like Jesus. So I imagine you might be a little bit like me as well. But what might be on that list of to be? You know, it, it's interesting because growing is slow going, and yet sometimes it's important to, to take stock, to take inventory. In fact, I did a series in December, uh, episodes 67 through 70, I think it was, yeah, and I called it Taking Inventory. And in it, I posed some questions that you might want to hop back and, and listen to those again to get reconnected with the reflection questions. But one specific episode in that series was about being versus doing. It's something that I continue to reflect on because we can get messed up with our value that it's tied into what we do when inherently we are the beloved of God. So just being is enough. That may be flying in the face of some of the teachings that you've heard, but when you read scripture through the lens of love, that's how God is and who Jesus is and the invitation of the Holy Spirit is for us to simply be. In fact, 
Let me share this passage of scripture that I love so much because it really rocked my world when I was studying to teach Galatians several years ago. This comes from Galatians 5, and I'm reading from the message. When you attempt to live by your own religious plans and projects, you are cut off from Christ. You fall out of grace. Meanwhile, we expectantly wait for a satisfying relationship with the Spirit. For in Christ, neither our most conscientious religion or disregard of religion amounts to anything. What matters is something far more interior, faith expressed in love. The NIV says the only thing that matters is faith working itself out in love. So the being is the only thing that matters. Our being and demonstrating because of our being the love that is poured into our hearts that we can then turn around and share with others. That's the rest of our days. So even though growing is slow going, the idea of simply being is worth reflecting on. So when you make that short list of things to be, I hope you will acknowledge all that you already are. And maybe that'll help you look at your to-do list from a different perspective. Thanks so much for being here today. Thank you for choosing to share your time with me today. If you found value in what you heard today, please take a moment to share this episode with a woman you know who is on her own journey of transformation. We all need encouragement along the way. If I can be of any help in connecting you to resources, or if you have other questions about your journey of transformation, please reach out. My email address is lisa at lisalewiscoaching.com. Lewis is spelled L-E-W-I-S. We can also keep in touch through my monthly newsletter, which is about this podcast and other things that I am doing, other creative projects and ways that I want to encourage you, my listener. You can sign up for that monthly newsletter at letgoleaninpodcast.com. Thank you again for taking the time to listen and for sharing it with those you know who will benefit from it. See you next time. Thank you.